listening to Pirate Radio Podcast. Cast out to sea. Hey, Adrian, you old sea dog. What? I think it's time to listen to some music. This is uh, another listen to this, right? This is part two of. Yeah, uh, well, I thought we did pirate radio. Um, oh yeah, we are. Yeah, we are pirate radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are indeed. Well, we're getting more and more casual with it, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> pirate radio podcast. Anyway, um, yeah. Welcome to part two of listen to this. Uh, Ali has given me the album Congratulations by the band MGMT, or Management. The Management. Um, and uh, yeah, so we're going to dive in and uh, talk about that now. Mm. Oh! Um, so have you heard this album? You, uh, heard I, I had heard a couple of the songs, but I did not know that they were MGMT. So it was interesting on the whole front of being like, oh, okay. Oh. Finally putting a band to the yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can, I, can, I would have loved to see to see the whoever's whatever studio was creating this. I would love to see the studio exec's face when he heard the album. He would be like, <laughs> "What are you doing?" Okay, but where's your time to pretend? Where, where's kids? <laughs> People love kids. The you song, know what? You know the what? song. I mean, they love the thing. This well. album, I love MGMT for this. This album yeah. is a huge middle finger to the to the execs, and and it's like pretty quality. It's actually good too. Yeah. yeah, and like, do you know what? Like when it first came out, people hated it. Like there was a lot of I bad could, reception. I could see why. Like they were like, well, um, this is what what happened to the electro pop? Like, yeah, well, like like. Uh, they bring out like this guitar heavy kind of stuff mm. and oh, I'm right on board yeah I thought um, I thought you would be yeah uh, I mean a couple of songs here and there like I like a bit more than others but mm. but you know well that's why we're here we're gonna learn I think I think that's the the general thumb with MGMT yeah a couple of songs are good and the other ones are just really weird and chaotic yeah <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so let's jump in let's get the first it. song which is called It's Working It's like, like the start, the start, uh, definitely, uh, gave me, I mean, this came out in 2011, so it was before it, so it really should be saying the other way around. Mm-hmm. Like it reminded me of like Temples. Mm. Um, yeah. And s- same with like, uh, some of those songs in the other thing that we reviewed where it was kind of like, uh, f- uh, f- like it had like the, I don't know what the term for that is. Like the background, you can hear like it's like a mm-hmm. like a harpsichord or something. Um, like yeah, kind of noise. And I think I it's, like it. it's like kind of like an organ pad organ, or something. Organ pad like, or something. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, actually, well, I mean, this one would, would like probably influence Temple's 
Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like, 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 definitely. Mm. Um, uh, but no, like, like it's a strong start. I definitely heard this song before. Mm. This is one of the ones that I've heard before. Yeah, and I never knew it was MGMT. But no, it's it's a good song. I mean, it. Uh, I wouldn't say it's my favorite. I wouldn't say no. it's mine either. No, but um, no, it's solid. You know, solid song. The, the way this the way this song sort of like eventuates is yeah. is an interesting um, way. It's like um, it's sort of like. Uh, the ending is like something, well, like, I mean, as much as your rendition is great, we have the ability <laughs> to, to actually, actually play to further wow. on the song. So, wow. that is what we're gonna do. Okay, right now. let's listen to it. But it's working in your mind. Yeah. Not your heart. <laughs> is that what the lyrics say? I think it's um it's something about um it being like love is in your mind, not your heart. Like um it's in your blood. I don't know. I mean that's what it seems to be. It's a it's a, it's a solid song. Um the next song yeah. is called Song for Dan Treacy? Dan Tracy? Dan Treacy, yeah. Treacy. I don't know who Dan Tracy is. I've just looked it up. So D- Dan Tracy is a musical artist. They actually, they, they do this a lot. They refer to other artists. Well, I mean, as we'll like, again, actually, one, one of my again. favorite songs references a particular artist that we will be coming but, up to uh, later. But yeah, Dan, so they do it twice in this album, which is strange, but they, yeah. but Dan I mean, Tracy. that's the world they're in, I guess. He's a um, London singer-songwriter um, who also does like uh, post-punk, neo-psychedelia and indie pop. So it's weird, they have these little nods to, to some of their influences in their album that are kind of tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's it's like the, I mean, especially with, uh, I mean, I'm referencing Brian Eno's song later mm, on. Yeah. But like with that one, I'm sure it's similar where it's like, it's tongue-in-cheek, but there's evidence, there's, there's evidently a reverence. There's a, there's a fondness there, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, and I think, uh, like I read somewhere that Brian Eno, like, was really like humbled by it. Like yeah. he was, you know, he I really... got the exact quote, but we'll, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll bring that up when that song sure. comes up. But, um, yeah, no, it's solid. But like, these are solid songs. They're catchy. Dan Tracy. Yeah. Like I really love, I really love the, the driving drum beat on that one. There's always such good drum beats with MGMT. I always found that, um, they had something, yeah. like their, their drum beats are like, there's, they're not very, regular patterns yeah. like there's something kind of di- they always sort of seem do, do to change you, uh, up do you know the names of the, the, the actual members I know yeah. Andrew and Ben I don't know who else is um, no the, that, that's the two main people the two main guys um, yeah uh, what was interesting I didn't know their names mm. but I, I looked up their names and the names mm. are Andrew Van Wingarden mm-hmm. and uh, Ben Goldwasser 
and uh, and from that, because mm. I knew like they were huge, they're in the electric field yeah. and stuff, so I've seen their faces and stuff. Yeah, I was like, I bet Ben is like the stubbly guy in Andrews, and I was right. Yeah, I was right. Yeah, <laughs> it was weird. It was weird. I mean, I guess it's a fifty-fifty, but um... <laughs> <laughs> no, but they, yeah, they look like their names. They do. But, yeah, but, um... uh, but like uh, apparently it's uh, Andrew on the drums. Oh, Andrew's on the drums. Yeah, really. Mm. Okay, I've got I've got like all the things. Uh, Andrew does the vocals, guitars, drums, bass, synths, Casio guitar, piano, fake flute, fake flute, harmonica, electric sitar, and percussion. And uh, uh, Ben does like synth samples, organ, piano, omnichord, numerology. That's a thing. Numerology. What the fuck I'm does sorry. that mean? Additional vocals and percussion, and the occasional chemistry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're 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 an interesting duo. Like these guys, they started like in the. Um, I think they both started playing together in college or something, mm. and they did like parties and stuff there. But even then, when they were there, like. People liked that they had... That when they did like a more pop-sounding thing, people really got into it. And then they resented that from very early on. Well, they were like, fuck this. Like, we're like gonna... many, many years ago, uh, uh, it was actually one of your film shoots. Mm. Uh, I forget who was it, but someone was talking to me about about MGMT yeah. and um, and they were like oh yeah like uh, talking about how like they kind of did like a poppy one but then like afterwards they like went on and just did what they wanted and were yeah. like fuck you we want to do this they kind of hated it they kind of resented that and I always thought about it but I never went and listened to it mm. but it was like and I was always kind of like I like kids in MGMT what's the matter with that I was kind of like uh, I'm a kids in time to pretend I yeah because they're good songs they're, they're good songs yeah. but like I, I get I get what they mean this shit is uh, it, it definitely wouldn't play in a lot of places some of these songs like they, they were they were they knew that um, I think there's a quote somewhere where they're like you know we don't want to put any singles out because it makes no sense for any singles for this album we want everyone to listen to it as an album even if it does get on the radio which we don't think it will this, this is the exact quote. You got the quote? We'd rather people hear the whole album as an album and see what tracks jump out rather than the ones that get played on the radio. Mm. If anything gets played on the radio, he also said, there, there definitely isn't a time to pretend or a kids on the album. Mm. We've been talking about ways to make sure people hear the album as an album in order and not just figure out what are the best three tracks, download those and not listen to the rest of it. Which is something I... I respect that. I respect that. And respect yeah. fully. Yeah. Because I love the art of the album. Um, same. Same. Uh, and it's, it's actually... <laughs> shown by this show. Like, uh... And it, it's really rare now to get like an album come out where you can ju- you've not heard any of the songs on it before. Yeah, because they always come up with teasers and stuff. Yeah. And, I mean, even even with this, like the studio eventually like sort of did get them to release Siberian Breaks and it's working... They released the Siberian Break as, as a, single. a single. Yeah, yeah. That's the. I think. I think because they were okay, told wait, they have to. We'll save that for when that album, <laughs> when we get to that song. What? I know. Okay, <laughs> it's a monstrous song that they. I think I'm pretty sure they did it because they were like, "Fuck you! If you want us to release okay. a single, we'll release the, the, the longest one." The single is the titular track, but mm. whatever. Oh, um, they did release that one. I think. Yeah, well. that one makes sense. Yeah, and I, that's anyway. Uh, <laughs> we're getting bogged down. <laughs> the next song is called "Someone's Missing," and you definitely wouldn't not know that after this song. He <laughs> says it a lot. <laughs> that's the joke I'm making. <laughs> 
guaranteed noise that I remember. I mean, this song, like, I don't know if it's just, uh, uh, I don't know. I wish they had some more lyrics in this one. I actually, do you know, do you know what I think this song is about? Um, like, obviously, the, the, this whole album is a psychedelic pop, neo psychedelic sort of um, album. Yeah. Um, this this track. I never, like, I listened to this track before I did Psychedelics, right? Yeah. And I was like, this song makes no sense. Uh, it kind of works a bit better. <laughs> it really does. Well, well, like, when it hits into, that's why I played that part, when mm. it hits into, like, uh, and it kind of builds, and it's like, it feels like someone's missing. Like, like that part, I'm like, that part sounds cool, but the lead up, I'm, I was kind of like, Someone's eh. telling the talk to me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think, um, like, I always, uh, maybe I'm wrong, and I could be. But I don't know. The, the, the idea of, like, there's a commonality with, like, with having a psychedelic trip and in a group yeah. where everyone convenes again in the group and there's always uh, that thing of, missing. I swear someone's missing here. Yeah. So, and, like, and it, it happens so often. Is that what it's about? I think so. I, I mean, think, I think I mean, it might I've, be. Like, I've definitely heard that story enough. Of, like, yeah, like, someone's missing. Who's missing, guys? No one. And like, I mean, it, that happens to me sometimes normally. It does your head in, though. You're, you're like, what the hell's going on? I, mean, I, don't, I don't even need drugs to get to that point. <laughs> just Who's like, that one person that's missing? Like, yeah, swear yeah, yeah. to God. It's a weird feeling. Yeah. Especially when you're like, no, everyone's here. Everyone's, everyone's here, like, and it's like, shit, everyone is here, but there's someone else. Someone else. <laughs> there's someone else. It feels like someone else. Okay, alright. Well, like, I guess with that context, it might help with mm. the next listen, but, um, but yeah. Uh, it was it was fine. It's a short song, so it yeah. doesn't really overstay its welcome too bad. Yeah, uh, in terms of me, but like, uh, but yeah, yeah no. there's not much else in the song. No, nah, it's not much else to talk yeah. about. But there is plenty to talk about the next song, mm-hmm. which is called Flash Delirium. Mm, this is their first single as well. Ah, make I understand why. Yeah. <laughs> Drum beat, you know, like yeah, yeah, like this is kind of swingy, yeah, swing kind of drum. Yeah. Um, man, you already already bored me. Um, but yeah. like, uh, this song is interesting. Where like, it does switch up every now and again and does like like different things. But mm. um, but there's certain parts like I want to play a bit later in the song as well. Sure. Uh, <laughs> That's the end of that song, and almost like I'm like, man. I mean, I like punk, so I'm like, man. I wish they did more with that, but it is funny how they. But you know what? Like that is so apt for the name of the song, Flash Delirium. Like it it, it ends in a flash. It just sort of like yeah, true, true, true. And you kind of just hear the chuckle at the end with Andrew. Well, like you know, like yeah, no. It seems like they had fun with a few of these songs. Yeah, I mean, some more, some are more obvious than others. But like, um, yeah, no, Flash Delirium, like. 
like that all like I mean it just all kind of it flows in a way that it flows I, I and then really it like. sort of it, it gets hyper at the end yeah it gets it's really cool. hyper like I just played that little clip of mm. openness but like uh, but it builds nicely and uh, I would say this is this is one of my favorites I would say. yeah yeah I th- this album is 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 weird because when I first listened to it I I didn't know what to make of it I like. Um, you know, because I, I did like Oracular Spectacular like a lot, mm. and this one because it's so like at times all over the place and like sort of stranger yeah. and and it's and less stuff. of a well actually you know what? I don't quite know about Oracular Spectacular as an, as an album but mm. but I'm guessing this is a bit more disjointed as like a, yeah as a whole thing yeah hundred percent like Oracular Spectacular is like more regulated and like you know it's <laughs> keep saying that over I know, and over I know. Spectacular <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but then this one this one when I first listened to it I was like oh, I like bits of it I don't really like the album though yeah. and then years went by and I went back to it and I was like holy shit this is such a good album that's like, interesting this is a really really good album I really like albums like that that kind of like they evolve yeah like they without sort of, even ever doing anything they sort of sit it's there a, in the back of your subconscious it's, it's like and then you evolve yeah you evolve yeah. and then you come back to it and yeah. you're like and, and you it see seeps it back in yeah. Yeah. yeah and I think a lot of people have that same reaction to this album like they were initially like sort of like thrown off by it because well, they're like this because, is the MGMT it's on because you. they weren't expecting it you know and then they kind of come back to it and it's like wow this is actually like bits of this are genius like there's some really really amazing some bits are just fucking, fun so yeah some bits are just fun like yeah. that that ending to Flesh Lurium is fun <laughs> yeah I know that's why I played it mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the uh, the next song yeah uh, uh, is called I Found a Whistle and you sure did. <laughs> a bit of like nostalgia to the song for mm. some reason but like like I originally the first time I heard it I'm like oh what are you trying to whistle what are, yeah. you, what are you talking about but like there seems to be some like grandiosity to the fact that he found this whistle <laughs> yeah I don't yeah. know like if it's a metaphor for something I'm or... not sure well, I mean there's that one bit where he says hey I've got a pistol and it's yeah. pointed straight at your heart and it's like oh. and it's I, like I, I don't know. I don't know what like. I mean, like, like the connotations this, this, of that. This are. song grew on me in mm. a weird way. Yeah, like, like because it's such a weird. Song. Like, like <laughs> I originally was like, "This is stupid." Like, <laughs> he's just saying, "I found a whistle yeah. a bunch," and it works but, like, every like, time. I guess I just got used to the fact that he was saying that, and kind of just listened to the music underneath it. Yeah, and, like I, I like it. It's yeah, I, I like that one. Yeah, yeah. I, the instrumentation is really like grandiose, yeah. but the the lyrics are a bit like. Strange. They always found are. a whistle. <laughs> it works every time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what Andrew's lyrics are about a lot of the time. Yeah, is like he a ref. <laughs> who knows? Um, maybe, maybe it's his whistle is like him talking about like he's like a type of instrument. Because underneath, there's a theremin playing as well. Huh. It's like yeah. Okay. Oh shit! It's probably so many levels of stuff <laughs> that I'm missing. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not too sure. Like, yeah. um, 
But interesting yeah. song. Interesting, yeah, interesting song. song. Yeah. Well, we, we should move on to the next one because sure. the next one is a fucking album inside of an album. I love this song <laughs> so much. It's called Siberian Breaks. And to be honest, I don't know what to play because there are eight <laughs> different songs inside this fucking song. Yeah, there's, no, there's so many movements. I might sound aggressive. This is a great song. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's literally, it's literally like a fucking candy shop of a song. It's crazy. Where it's got, if you like something, it's in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Anyway, I, I, I have no idea where I'd begin if I were you. I'm really just going to play a bit of the start Go and then it. let's just jump around. This one's going to be a bit of free form <laughs> fucking podcasting. I love this song so much. Chill. So it starts like, really chill. Doesn't quite sound like MGMT song. No, it's just like it's like a fucking like I don't even know. It's like Simon and Garfunkel, like with a bit more energy. Well, yeah, because <laughs> the because all the guitar in this in this album like is is technically not MGMT. You know, like yeah. it feel it feels like you know the fact that they're they're sort of starting this 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 track like so subdued and like mm. acoustic is. Is like weird. I remember listening through this, mm. and I was just like, "Did it change songs?" I wasn't like <laughs> yeah. I wasn't looking at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, look down. And I'm like, it's the same song. <laughs> it's 12 minutes long. <laughs> What's happening? And then it like it's interesting. Oh, it, the um, the places I, that this song goes. I'm just gonna pick like a random spot. Sure, go for it. A little bit further in the song, <laughs> not too far. Let's see, see what, see what, see what the change up is. space yeah. rock thing yeah like, like which I love I love the the, yeah, the drums just, like in the distance right. there like apparently this is like about like surfing in the arctic what that's like the theme really that's why it's called Siberian Breaks like breaks in the wave yeah interesting yeah they're both they're, actually I forgot about that they're both really avid surfers and, and, and the uh, <laughs> the, uh, the the actual album art is like mm. a wave and uh, there's a hedgehog oh surfing. no way and the big wave like is forming into, into like, like this cat. cat. Yeah, it's about to eat it, but it's a wave. It's surfing. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Because I I forgot these guys are, like are surfers technically, oh, okay. and like, yeah. but yeah, Siberian. So Siberian breaks like Arctic surfing. Yeah, interesting. That's the theme. Okay, uh, like because I I learned that was a theme, and then I listened through, and mm. I was like. I mean, they're not talking about fucking polar bears or anything. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, I don't know, it's interesting. Uh, and apparently there was actually also, like, just because the album cover mm. came up, there was, like, a limited edition, like, the part which is kind of like... Oh, uh, the scratch-off. The scratch-off stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. really cool. It's like very that. cool, yeah. A little photo on I kind of wish I had that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that reminds me of, like, because, like, 
back when like vinyl was a huge thing that like those sort of things were more prevalent where like mm. you would have like a little gimmicky thing like the Rolling Stones had like pants where you had like an actual zipper on that you could <laughs> sit down oh, yes, I've actually yes. got that album yeah, um, yeah. where you could sit down it was uh, oh, fuck, Sticky Fingers that was the album yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah uh, there's like I, I kind of want more of that sort of stuff on yeah, albums yeah artsy yeah um, kind of shit uh, uh, but, same song I'm just gonna jump a bit further on Let's see how it switches up. Let's see if it's around the nine minute mark. I'm gonna get whiplash. I mean, if you're up for an album and an album, check out Siberian <laughs> Breaks because it's interesting as hell that it switches up so much. I mean, we showed you like three different things. It does like there's other parts in there, like, six... like I think that song's the thing that pulled me back into this album. It's it's an experience. Yeah, it's an experience. And like I remember when I originally sort of wrote wrote this album off and went away, and then and then I heard this song again on its own, like on YouTube or something. It just sort of came up in like the playlist that I was listening to, and I was like holy shit, uh, what is this song again? And I was like, oh, it's that one song on MGMT's second album. Yeah. That's crazy. But like, the way that I kept like thinking, every time, it's like an album in an album. It's I like that. I like the way interesting. You, you put that. Yeah, because it is. like, it's like, all right, listen to album. There's like, to this. there's like six it's tracks like in there. like they had all these song ideas and they're like, <laughs> fuck it. Let's it just together. put it all together. Let's just find what feels connective like. tissue. Like, That's yeah. what it feels like. Mm. But, uh, but the fact that they released this as a single as well yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, like that's what I, that's what I meant. Like when you pull that, I'm like, they put it out as a single. <laughs> yeah. It's eight fucking songs. I think I think it's the funniest thing ever. I love I love MGMT's like sense of humor when yeah. it comes to like just sticking yeah. it to the man. Like that's that's funny. That's funny yeah. that I would come out as a single. <laughs> yeah, that's that is going to play on the radio. Yeah, it? at twelve minutes ten seconds. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, it's playing on pirate radio, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. Next song is uh, it's a favorite, it's a favorite of mine. This <laughs> is fun. Yeah, it's this called is called Brian Eno. such a fun song it is fun like, it's so fun and I think if, and like, he's talking about Brian Eno and Brian Eno likes it too he likes it too fun. he thinks it's funny and like yeah. you know and like it's such a it's apparently meant to be a bit of a homage as well like and and they they, they mention his full name in the song as a lyric at one yeah. point which is Brian Peter George St. John Le Baptiste de la Sala Eno no like I actually like looked up a bit about the song and they have like they have references to things he's done Really? Uh, like little like uh um yeah, I mean I wish I'd looked it up. Yeah. Like he, he he described it as very flattering yeah. and that he appreciated the way that the song both fo- uh the the song is both fond and tongue in cheek. Yeah. As we said. But um uh oh, so they they reference specific things in yeah. his career. Wait, wait, I, I want to look it up cuz okay. it's really, it really interesting. Um <laughs> I love that the, the story of the song is like yeah. they 
they hear these sounds coming from like some cathedral. Yeah. And then they go in and see and a surprise because it's Brian Eno. Well, like, uh, well, th- these are all like ideas, mm. but um, they think maybe uh, they were referencing uh, a chime generator, which is uh, that Brian Eno created. Yeah. Um, we developed the generator rings ten bells in in different sequence every day at solar oh, noon for right. ten thousand years. And he made that, so they think that they might be referencing yeah, that. The, like the fact that it's in like yeah. these churches and stuff. Um, Interesting. Uh, and uh, and there is another reference that uh, that might be a reference to uh, a thing called Oblique Strategies, which was created by Brian Eno and Peter Schmidt in 1975. Yeah, they're the playing guard playing cards to help musicians overcome creative blocks. Interesting. So they think uh, when I was stuck, he'd make me memorize elaborate curses, tinctures, and formulas to ditch the uh, oh. quarry and flip the verses. Um, they're referencing this this card thing, thing that he yeah, did. Um, That's fascinating. So it's they're really big fans. Apparently. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. Um, shit. <laughs> so, some of these, like, oh man, like it's funny, funny. Like, I'd like to see him plant a forest because I don't know Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, what are these? I'd like to see a plan for us because I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's it's a fun song. The goal, the audacity, like, just to make an entire song that's like poking fun at the fact that they're fans of Brian Eno. They're evidently fans. (laughs) But the oh Oh, man, so Um, funny. But yeah, uh, mm. great song, and it's a great song. It's really yeah. it's a fun, it's like catchy. boppy kind of yeah. song. Yeah, I'd play that at a party. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's a it's a real musical nerd song. Then yeah, it's like it. yeah, I'm guessing. But like uh, <laughs> Brian Eno's song. Um, but yeah, I mean cheeky, yeah, like cheeky, song. fun stuff. Uh, but as fun as that is, we have to move on. <laughs> yeah. To uh, a song called Lady Dada's Nightmare. Okay. Um, let's play it. This is the second last track on the, the album. Second right? last track, yeah. True. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say this is my favorite. I I really like this track. It's um, an instrumental. That's the thing. It's an instrumental, and I respect that. But, but I don't know. I find it too distracting. It's the c- fact that there is like like something that sounds like literal screaming in the background. <laughs> I think I think it's so aptly named though. It's well, a ni- yeah. It is it is a nightmare. I'm looking up like um, uh, some trivia for this song actually. Yeah. So it is it, it is meant to be a tribute to Lady Gaga. Um, Lady Dada. Lady Dada. But Dada is also the art form. Right, exactly, right. Um, of, so, the, of weird shit. And Andrew says... I mean, that it's more complicated than that. But yeah. Andrew says it's just an instrumental track, uh, but it's very nightmarish sounding. Actually, it's really kind of messed up. And we thought it would be funny to call didn't, it Lady Dada's Nightmare. Yeah, didn't they, like, 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 he says in that or something that they just, like, were laughing the whole time. Yeah, they were laughing, like, song. they were just sort of adding bit by bit, like, just going, like, how weird's this? Like, yeah. we'll add another little bit here and then, like, yeah, just laughing. It looks like a game of battleships, he says. What? The, like, 
the, the, I guess on the timeline, oh, it was okay, kind of an educational tool full of little pegs. It looks like a game of battleships. So it's just like all different directions. I stayed up night, up night uh, adding part after part, not knowing what it would become. Pretty much just laughing the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's what I remember. <laughs> Which is great. It's, it's, it's like I love that. Yeah. And yeah, it is a freaky song. Someone's just said... This song freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because it's got literal screaming <laughs> yeah, in it. It's terrifying. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's not my favorite, but I, I can still see the what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. definitely like we need a song. They just made a song. They just made a song that's a... sort of like yeah, like whatever. No, I, re- I respect an the instrumental these days, no matter where. Yeah, yeah. One more song in the album. And it's the, it's the, it's titular, the titular track, track and it, uh, it's the one which probably was and deserved to be on the radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not saying the other ones didn't; they're just not made for it. But it's like they they decided to make at least one track that was palatable yeah. for most people. Um, lo- I love that this evidently it, it it dances on the like yeah we can still make like a good hit but when yeah. you're still not gonna make time to pretend again like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you can tell they're, they're bringing weird shit like, like they've got yeah. like the cool like uh, I don't even know what it's called but like that kind of thing that's going on we'll hear it um, don't, yeah, yeah, pl- let's play it and then we'll yeah, into uh, it. I'll, uh, I'll need to look up wait but anyway yeah we'll, we'll play a bit of it uh, now so this is Congratulations the last song Definitely had heard that before. That one, um, yeah, that one's definitely. Uh, but it's a top track. Uh, I like it. I love the little like. What is that? It's it's just I guess a little pecked scene. Yeah, but like uh, that that's cool. That that, that yeah. It almost sounds almost like a still drummy or something. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which I which I really uh, really appreciate. So um, the song is um like obviously the, they've talked about how it's them trying to deal with their fame like since the first yeah I kind of picked that up a little through the lyrics yeah um, I'm not sure what the congratulations but, I guess but they're actually well do you know what it is actually what? and I didn't read this until just now but like um, uh, so the, the, they they acknowledge that they, people might think oh it's us giving a pat on the back to ourselves but it's actually a bit more sinister and sarcastic than that oh, okay. uh, the song lyrics refer to the worldwide worldwide recession and how MGMT magically floated on top of it yeah it's um, a good point yeah Van, Winding- Van Windgarden told Spin Magazine I wrote the lyrics on the road some of it's about the worldwide economic crisis and thankfully how we were able to continue making music through it. Wow. Um, but it's also from the perspective of other musicians and about how fame and all the stuff it affords doesn't get you answers maybe that's a cynical outlook so it's like people are congratulating them. He's congratulating them and stuff, and it's like, like well, what do we do? Yeah, like, what, are, what about us? <laughs> yeah, what about? Yeah, exactly. All right, well, that's that's interesting. That adds a little bit more depth to it. <laughs> I did not think the like I never I never thought of MGMT and mm. the like the two thousand the, like the crash. GFC exactly. It makes <laughs> I sense. never thought of them in the same <laughs> same fucking moment. Neither did I really until I just but, this, but yeah, that makes bit. sense. 
the fact that they're like ju- they're, oh, we, we did it they're like, like, oh. they're like they like just jumped on the fucking yeah. train before it pulled out the station literally yeah because they, they, their first album came out like at the same time yeah. as like the GFC was going yeah. on like mm-hmm. um, but there's, there's another little title uh, another little quote here from Andrew which is hilarious the title ties into this cynical philosophy I have it's like congratulations you're Bono you've made it but what do you really have <laughs> you still don't have any answers you're Bono <laughs> you're Bono you've made it <laughs> what do you really have congratulations you're Bono <laughs> like, but you like don't got any answers Bono Bono's like James Bond <laughs> has different people but no I mean I've got a I've also got a thing later on in the song to play as well sure sure so I'll just play that now <laughs> I love it ends on the yeah, claps. I, yeah, I, love, I, love I, I swear I've heard that in a few songs where like the last song has a clap. It claps at the end. A few albums, I mean. Really? Um, yeah, I swear. Isn't like one of the Sticky Fingers albums one one of their last songs? Is, oh, is like they've got like a crowd singing. Yeah, they do. They do. Da, 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 yeah, 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 and they're all like <laughs> and clapping. Yeah, at the end yeah, and stuff. yeah. You're right, actually. Well, like, although, uh, although that's more cocky than this one because this yeah, one's yeah, like yeah. at least. Yeah, this one's like yeah, true. But like, like Sticky Fingers are like. Cool. Yeah, we're such this one's cunts. like we're cool. We're, yeah, we're hashtag uh, cool. But like, are we? Uh, but are we? I just did that with a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I did like quotation marks to a podcast. I was doing quotation marks. Um, um, but yeah, they. Um, I, I love the lyrics in the song. Um, I've got someone to make reports to tell me how my money's spent. Yeah, to book my flights and something something else. Um, but I can't really tell what's really there or something yeah like, yeah no like there are different, there are some songs in this one is in particular where they're, they're quite good at the lyrics yeah yeah a- Andrew, Andrew's technique like he's he's a strange lyricist at times but yeah, yeah. other times he's very self aware yeah. I found a whistle is a good explanation <laughs> yeah yeah um, do you know what's weird as well this the, the music video to this track yeah uh, have you ever seen it no it's, it's MGMT walking in a desert with this like Jim Henson like Muppet alien thing yeah. it's like a camel like alien and as they're walking through the, with the song like you know they're, they're, it's clear like they're trek, trekking through the desert this thing just starts losing limbs and they're like and it's like it's oh, really no. it's kind of traumatizing because this thing has like really big eyes and it's like it's it, it looks real and like they're just like keep What's trying to like, MGMT? like I don't know <laughs> like um like you know like the official like video that they brought out for kids mm. very very late oh. what the fuck were they doing yeah that it one looks was... like they traumatized that baby that's really weird like yeah it's like, really weird like really all weird. like the fan ones that were made they were really like good and yeah, like, kind of yeah. worked with the song and stuff actually funnily enough the the original fan one that was made by with that um, girl with the like the students face? there's like a bunch of like the, the makeup I on think it's stuff. that one they, they actually they liked those guys who made it so much that they ended electric up putting them into the electric film yeah. I know that how great is that how great is that I love so a band that does that I love a yeah. band that like can go like hey these yeah. guys are cool like yeah. I, I like Bring what they on. even though they like you know infringed our copyright like we'll <laughs> but then they went and like it's almost like they're like well, alright we we're gonna make something entirely we're gonna make something very different to what they do we're gonna make something that's traumatizing traumatizing to children if you haven't seen the music video for Kids MGMT, go and watch it, the official <laughs> one, and tell me that kid 
is not like <laughs> afraid for the rest of his life and he does not understand why. Uh, yeah, there's 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 a weird, like MGMT has a knack for making really weird traumatizing music videos. Yeah, it just doesn't and it, it's like it's not in their sound. No. Whatever that is. No, I think I think yeah. again they're just trolls. Yeah, true. they're just trolls. Probably a bit of a joke. <laughs> it's all joke to them. That, that makes it make sense, I guess. Yeah. But um overall this uh this album's very good. There's like some songs that uh I would definitely would like to listen to on the reg. Um mm. I mean it's uh like it gives it's given me like a better understanding of the band. Like uh like as I said before like my my knowledge was everyone's knowledge of MGMT. Yeah. You know, like they've pretty, got some, they've got some good songs. Kids, kids, time to pretend. Time to pretend. Pretty much, pretty much. like there was uh, like there was some other songs like a weekend one and stuff. Mm. You know, great songs. But like I never really uh, like like listening to the album that came out after Oracular Spectacular is was very interesting. Yeah, and um and that is a huge middle finger, and that has got some <laughs> like it's got a song about Brian Eno on it. There's like <laughs> it's got Dan Tracy. It's, it's like it's it's great. Um, I enjoyed the hell out of it. So I thought I'm I'm glad. I, I thought you would like it because I mean is... there were some like trip blocked. I didn't quite like Lady Dada. Um, yeah, stuff. but the... even then I can appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I think um I think. Uh, it's it's funny because I feel like MGMT brought this album out at a time when people couldn't appreciate it, yeah. but then it's sort of eventually. It's, it's funny that that, that happens with creative stuff sometimes. Yeah, it just takes some time. It takes a little bit of time. Just uh, just a little bit before it's uh, time. A bit know? of bit of a yeah, you know, like your taste buds have to change a bit. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So this has been uh, listen to this. Uh, this is the end of uh, part two. If you mm. want to go listen to part one. Uh, I gave Ali uh, Axis Boulder's Love by Jimi Hendrix mm. if you haven't listened to it if not well congrats congratulations I don't know what else to say to you <laughs> you're a champ <laughs> but yeah no uh, no it's, it's been yeah it's if you if you um, yeah and if you've got any suggestions as well for albums that Adrian and I should listen to put them up on the yeah. uh, the radio uh, Pirate Radio podcast page Facebook. Give us a like if you haven't already. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. I just want to bring this up. Yeah. Whilst we've been doing this podcast, it has gotten really dark, <laughs> really dark in this room. We're sitting the in point, the dark <laughs> to the point where, like, my view is Ali. Ali looks like a bad guy. Like, <laughs> it's like an because un- we both got like computers in front of us, so he's got a tablet. We just got like, we like underlit yeah, dramatically. Under- underlit, so it looks like we're telling scary camping stories, but we're talking about Brian Eno and shit. Um, oh god it, uh, yeah I didn't want to say anything just, but it was weird I just weird. to bring it up because I was like I'll wait for the end <laughs> but like oh man it's just weird it's strange that we're sitting in the dark yeah the yeah right yeah now. I was like not a single light is turn turn on light? <laughs> that's all we've got time for folks that's been Pirate Radio Podcast Pirate Radio